0: Welcome to the Rediscovering Your Creative Self podcast, where you get a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for your creative practice. The Sketchbook Challenge. Every month on my Navigating the Labyrinth of the Creative Mind Patreon page, we have a sketchbook challenge. Every month we focus on a different concept. The artist involved Can interpret this concept in their sketchbook in any way they want. The point of doing the exercise is to really make it their own, make it personal, use their own stories, and let themselves go. You know, often we as artists do a lot of work where we are sort of controlling the art and we come up with a concept and we do research and we do studies and we do sketches and that's all fine and good and and doing a lot of those things helps the work to be successful in the end because we're in charge of every step of, of the process along the way but I think there's a part of your process that you need to find what comes just direct from you innately. In other words, an intuitive part of your process where you can see what comes from inside and see where that can fit alongside those other more controlled elements of your artistic process. You know, the great Howard Pyle once said that what comes from you is the best part of your process. What comes from you, what you bring to the table. Yes, we make decisions, you know, on composition and color. And yes, those are things we bring to the table. But just working intuitively brings something else. It brings this amazing magical element that just comes from your intuitive nature, your subconscious, the way your body wants to move in a unique way, like a dancer creating a dance that you've never seen before. Artists can do that, but they're dancing with a brush or a pencil or whatever it is that you do if you're a sculptor or, you know, whatever your discipline is. So to kind of find a way in our process that we can inject something that's more intuitive, something that's more subconscious, something that's purely from our creative soul, we need to practice that. Practice pulling it out so that it becomes natural. It's kind of like a musician The kind of riffs, like just, if you've ever seen just amazingly talented uh, musicians and recording artists, they just come into the studio and start, you know, like a few notes and then everybody kind of riffs from there. Everybody plays from there. Those are coming from a really pure place. It's not fully orchestrated, fully put together before they do it. And some amazing things come out because you're responding. It's a responsive, innate kind of thing. So the sketchbook is a perfect place. And now whether you work on a sketchbook that is a sketchbook that you open page to page, or one that spiral and you flip it over, or just single sheets or surfaces, scrap surfaces even. The sketchbook challenge is really about finding that inner place within yourself that wants to respond in an artistic, creative, expressive way. And the more you do that, the more it becomes natural. The more it becomes natural, the more it's going to introduce itself to you when you're working on your quote unquote regular paintings, you know, your more finished works. And you get more confidence about introducing that into your finished works. You know, doing this just once isn't going to give you that confidence. It's not going to give you that muscle memory. It's not going to give you that spontaneity that just naturally comes in. The more you move as a dancer, the more you feel expression and connection with music as a dancer, the more natural it's going to be the same thing with an artist the more you become in tune with your natural rhythms and the way you respond and how you want to react and how you feel that day and getting that out on a surface those things come with practice so i've come up i've come up with this sketchbook challenge and i made it once a month because i said i thought well people can do it more than once a month but at least once a month that we kind of share as a group. And I have the Navigating the Labyrinth of the Creative Mind Discord channel that's part of this Patreon page where we have a thread where we share every month. So people share. But in addition to that, I'm doing a live event and I'm going to do it four times a year. So um, as part of uh, the In the Studio or Atelier Uh, patrons, we are looking at the work we create, and I'm going to kind of serve as a coach to help people pull out their process, to kind of guide them. Okay, so this is what we've done so far. Try this, challenge yourself this way, maybe add this, work in a different way, think sequentially. I mean, there's going to be things that will come up and we'll share as a group, And, you know, the great thing about sharing as a group is that everybody learns from, you know, every person in the group. Wow, that was interesting how that artist did this. Hmm, maybe that gives me more encouragement. You know, that that group support and that group setting makes for a really rich part of encouraging you to further this process. And let me tell you why when you're working in solitude all the time and you're doing these things that are coming, you know, just from you and innately, the minute you put those things out, what happens is, is the inner critic comes in and says, well, I don't know about this. This is real different. I don't know about this. Wow. Is this any good? You know, these are all the things that when we do do something different the left side of our brain, which is the ego and the, um, the left side is also that inner critic. The inner critic can't find a previous understanding of this or a word for this that you're doing. And then it panics. Okay. Whereas the right side of our brain, the creative side of our brain, it loves this. It loves this. It's that feeling of movement and dance and music and all the things that when we go to a concert or whatever it is that we do where we just feel so moved by something. Those are the things we're trying to tap into in our work because when we feel moved by our own work, there's a good chance that somebody else will as well because it taps into this universal innate human experience that we all share and we all have, but it's something unique because it's coming from you. So it shares within a universal consciousness, but it has some kind of special mark to it. That's yours. And I think as an artist, it's important for all of us to find what that particular thing is, in ourselves. It's not just about our ability to render something or make a mark or, you know, um, you know, the physical things of our craft. There's something else that art has that we need to explore. In doing these challenges and me helping and coaching you to see and to pull those things out because I have those experiences myself. I've been on this journey and I'm continuing on this journey and having this wonderful group together where we not only meet regularly in Discord, but get together as a live group and talk about it. Because when you do a bunch of work, you want to be able to, after several months, to kind of look back and go, oh yeah, I see that. I see that. And it's my hope that every time we meet, you let go a little bit more. You know, I kind of see these monthly challenges as, you know, this interpretation that you're doing in your sketchbook, you're making it a personal thing, but you're also giving yourself the gift, the opportunity to, so- to basically try something new that you might not have done before. You're exploring, you're experimenting, you're responding intuitively and letting the work speak to you, listening to that work. It's really an exercise in building a relationship, an intimate relationship at a conscious level with your work. You're releasing these expectations and these elements that we use to control our work and we let it go. And we just be, we be in the process. So every time we get a new concept each month, the concepts are open for interpretation, but also they're open in the way you express them. They can be something representational. They can be something abstract. You know, even in the abstract, You can see something within it. You know, all of a sudden there's this abstraction that I'll do and then I just see a face and then I just pull out that face. It can be a landscape and then you pull out that landscape. In other words, this magical place, this different world, if you open yourself up to it, reveals itself in your work. And that's amazing. That's amazing. It's an amazing feeling to do that. So allowing what is inside to finally, finally come out and play. Wow factor right there. That's the magic in your work. And as an artist, the more we do, the more comfortable we get, the more natural it is to do it. And then that part feeds itself into our other work. And we do it confidently. Where the left brain now goes, ah, I get this. Oh, that's that thing. Whatever you give, whatever name that you give it. Okay. It has, it, it understands it. It's seen it before. It's seen it a lot. And so then that inner critic now comes back and says, you know, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're confident. We, we know where we're going with this. So now you got a nice little relationship with the right brain and the left brain going on here. But when it's not something you do a lot and it's not something you have feel confident about, you've talked to other people about, that's the key. When we get together as a group and then we post in discord and we do live sessions, when you talk about it, it becomes real. Other people are doing it, it is a quote unquote thing your left brain sees it as a thing now. It's a thing that people do, a thing that we talk about. So now it's not the you're by yourself. You're trying to do this and that you know left brain ego gets in and say, "What are you doing? What are you talking about? who's you know that stuff. It gets shut right down because you're talking about these things with other people who are having shared experiences. And so it's a thing. So every part of what we're doing helps to strengthen, to exercise that part of you so that it can filter itself into your mainstream work. So for this week, I'd like you to think about having a way in your practice to introduce this intuitive side of yourself. Like I said, whether it's in a book sketchbook or, you know, like a flip over the page sketchbook a sketchbook with like a spiral or just single pages or a scrap, whatever it is, introduce it into your practice. If you are a part of our Navigating the Labyrinth of the Creative Mind Patreon page, make sure that you post within our Discord channel and come to our live events those are going to be important. Those are part of the process. If you're not, and you're thinking about doing this on your own, try to put together a community to help you with this, because it's so important. Going it alone, more likely to um, not continue the process. It's kind of like when we, you know, go to exercise and, you know, we go to the gym and, you know, we have a buddy and, somehow, you know, when we do things with other people, we feel committed and we don't kind of just say, I don't feel like it today, you know, and then that two days and a week and then a month and a year and 10 years, you know, you know how that goes. So think about that this week. Give yourself the gift of seeing what is inside of you and letting that Finally, come out to play. Have a great week, and as always, create from the heart. This audio series is part of my Navigating the Labyrinth of the Creative Mind Patreon Endeavor. The site uniquely intermixes self-reflection and personal storytelling with exploratory mixed-media techniques and expressive approaches to art-making, elevating the creative consciousness, and guiding each person on his or her own path to discovering the creative spark that resides within. Check us out at www.patreon.com slash Lisa L. Sear, and that's spelled C-Y-R.